Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Of the week, Red 4G Radio, episode five six six, for July 29th, two thousand nineteen. It is almost August. Summer is is hopefully coming to a close. I can't be the only one that hates summer, right? I mean, I'm not like. It's my I, least it, favorite it, season. Mm, no, minus fall. Oh, fuck that. Fall and spring are the best. I love spring. Fall, where there's leaves on the ground and it rains. That's the best thing! Oh, it's gross. Dirty. I don't have trees in my yard, so... And I specifically... When I bought my house, I made sure I did not have trees. So I did not have leaves to rake. It's not the... Honestly, it's not even the raking of the leaves. It's just... Like, the bigger the leaves are... It's gross. You didn't Just jump into leaf piles as a child? Yeah, dry leaves are fun. I don't have an issue with dry leaves. Well, it's mean, when they're wet. It's gross. It's well, like yeah, this, you don't this... jump into those. No, you don't. I understand that. Anyway, summer's almost over, which also means fall. Fall is also the season of the video game. You know, that's when the the big mm. the big boys make their debut. And you know that always kicks off every year with, with John Madden football! Football! Which is out this week. So. On the show this week that we have Anthony. Obviously. We will have a wombat joining us in just a couple of moments. He will be here to say hello. But let's talk about video games. We don't. He doesn't know it yet, but we've demanded that he speaks in the Evangeline voice the entire time. Oh man, I don't. You know, as somebody who does a lot of stupid voices, I could not imagine trying to do an entire two-hour podcast. I and can't roll my R's, so I can't even try. You know, oh, I'm, I'm actually jealous, because I cannot do it. It's just... I couldn't do a whole show in a voice. I, eventually, you would fall out of character, kind of like if you watch the original Star Wars, and you watch Carrie Fisher go back and forth between an, an, an American and an English accent. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Governor talking. Aren't you a bit short to be a stern? Are you the same person? Yeah. What happened? Anyway. Video so what games. What are you saying? You don't want me to do the Mickey, the Mickey Mouse voice. That's whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how. Oh boy. Okay. There you go. That's you got to get the ho ho. Yeah. You know you got to. Yeah. Ho ho. There you go. That's that. If you do, if you do Mickey Mouse and you don't do the thing. But you, 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 it's have you? I don't know if you're. How old's your kid again? He's nine. 
has he seen the, does he has he watched any of the newer Mickey Mouse cartoons on YouTube? No, he I'm sorry, I'm raising my child in the classic sense. Like he it, he, he does watch new stuff. So they're they're really good. I mean Like I, I don't really like Disney, but I will defend like they are well done weird but also like classic sort of animation style to them. He he really hasn't latched on to anything Disney. Like none of the Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy stuff like that. That's never really a. We watch the Christmas Carol, the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol every year for Christmas. But outside yeah. of that, he just. These are like Disney's take on something like Ren and Stimpy or SpongeBob. Like you know that level of weird at times. Mm, sure. Yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed them. I think they're closer to what people don't remember about Mickey Mouse, which is like the early sort of Looney Tunes esque style of them. So yeah, hmm. good old Mickey Mouse. Well, did you play anything that involves Mickey Mouse? No, um, no, I can't even tie it in. I was like, yeah, no, can't. You got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, played more of the Sinking City. The city uh, of the sinking. Y- yeah. Um, what? Who is this? Who's in this room? Who's in this room? It's a guy from Bosnia. <laughs> Apparently, he's across the room. Too. I thought. I thought Anthony said you were not going to join us today. I Anthony, said I lie? might have been wrong. This was all before the show, Ken. <laughs> Don't break kayfabe. Thanks. I unfortunately ended up having to work today, but I am calling in from Bosnia. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Mr. Drew. Go ahead, Anthony. You were playing the sinking team. Ah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Nobody, nobody cares. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sinking City. I. It's like not a bad horror game, but it. First of all. I've realized that I do not want a horror game that's open world. You do not want one? I do not want one. Um, preferably Jellyfield do not want them. Uh, it's... It's like I'm, I'm exploring... Like they, Early on they give you a bunch of... Like, There's some things here you should go check out. And you kind of have to figure out where they are based on the actual text of the clue. So I'm like, all right, I go to that intersection. I'm like, clearly this is the only thing that's here. And I walk in, and I've now I've seen there's like a little hobo signs on everything, like little scratch marks. And depending on what the symbol is, it tells you kind of what's there. I'm like, all right, there's going to be issues. But I'm like, I can handle it. No, I could not handle it. It killed me. And like, because it's open world, there's no pacing. And like, I'm in the area it starts me in so when it finally opens up the open world i should say so you would hope that there's a little bit of a difficulty curve no um i like the way you get around the city though like via the boat um you can walk certain places but then because parts of the city are sinking you have to take a boat through the <gasps> that's why that canal space. yeah 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 i <laughs> I thought it took place in a sink. A sink? <laughs> what? You 
you've been on the show long enough that we don't do anything but make bad jokes. I'm just waiting for you guys to finish. <laughs> <laughs> We're never finished. Never, never done. Um, I ended up setting down the combat to easy because you can set the uh, puzzle difficulty and the combat difficulty. So I was just like, you know what? If the game's going to limit the amount of ammunition I can carry, like, oh, by a lot, limit the amount of uh, ammunition in general. Um, like, I can, I can craft am- ammo, but I can't hold a lot of the ingredients for it either. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make this easy for myself. And that game has become a lot more fun since. Um... Bound by Flame, Fliss in the Phoenix Town. Uh, and then I'm still playing Castlevania Order of Ecclesia, and that game does not flow the same as any of the other uh, exploratory Castlevania games. Like, there's a lot of emphasis on enemy patterns, so knowing when to step back. There's a lot of telegraphing from enemies to show you what move they're going to do next. I can kind of see how it's also the kind of least loved out of the... Like, I think it is, anyways. Maybe that's Portrait of Ruin, but, like, it is kind of the odd man out. Sorry? Nah, uh, uh, Portrait of Ruin, I think, is fantastic. That's one of my favorites. Oh, Portrait of Ruin is my favorite. I think the fact that it allows you to kind of travel the world um, because they go, th- you go through portraits, or well, technically they're paintings and not portraits. But um, you <gasps> they go stole that from Mario sixty four. Yeah, it even makes the same sound, which is really odd to hear ba 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 in a Castlevania game. Does it does uh, does does the character go wahoo when he jumps into it? No, but you do get greeted by a bob bomb every <sighs> level. That offers yes. to shoot you through a tank. A pink one? Um, of course. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, Portrait of Ruin's a great game. Uh, this is... I don't know. This is definitely the hardest. Like, there's a... I'm not sure what they were thinking putting this one out, but it's still weird because, like, I see a lot of the elements in Order of Ecclesia be brought... And then worked, like, made better in, for Bloodstained. But um, it, it's definitely not the best of the DS titles. It, it might not even... It, I think the only one that st- stands up to not be as good in terms of the Metroidvania Castlevanias is Circle of the Moon. I know people don't like that game, but it's really hard to see. So that might be why. Um, yeah, that's the only things I've played this week other than Bound by Flame, which we talked about on Phoenix now. Okay. Okay. So we'll talk to the man in Bosnia. Okay. I was hoping you'd be Bosnia. on the show because I, I literally booted up Wolfenstein for ten minutes, so I have I cannot talk about it. Oh, good. Uh, I've done three levels in Wolfenstein. Have, how much money have you spent on gold bars? I have zero money on anything in Wolfenstein: The Young Blood. It's uh, a weird game. Yeah, it's definitely not Wolfenstein. Um, this is this feels almost like an arcade game. Um, 
It's set in the Wolfenstein universe. Um, because it's very much geared toward co-op. In fact, uh, if you play solo, you still have, quote-unquote, a co-op buddy with you that's being controlled by the AI. Um, the boss fights, man, the boss fights are basically like, almost like raid bosses, where you just basically circle around an enemy and shoot it until it finally dies. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 rough. I mean, I, I I don't mind it. It still has it still has a pretty good like the Wolfenstein polish to it, but it just doesn't feel like Wolfenstein to me. Um, yeah, it seemed like play. a very weird transition to go from a linear story game to this. It's still it's still considered linear, so you have levels. Um, and part of them are kind of open. You can go different corridors and stuff like that, but they all still, all roads lead to one eventually. But the, um, I feel like probably the, the biggest change is the RPG elements. So you level up your characters. Um, you can, uh, customize them based on your loadout. You can change your loadout at any time. Um, or, well, in between levels you can change your loadout if you want to. Uh, or when you start a new game, I think. Um, and you, you're you constantly getting experience points, you're constantly getting these coins that you can then purchase upgrades for your weapons or your or your uh, abilities kind of thing. Um, so it has like this pseudo like RPG kind of thing to it. Uh, and then they have all these like cosmetic stuff. So you can change out what your suit looks like or... You know, a different type of helmet or colored guns and stuff like that. It's it's such a weird title. I don't know. This feels. I mean, yeah, it's it's a spinoff more than it is a continuation of Wolfenstein. Um, you don't play as BJ. You play as the two daughters of BJ. Uh, set obviously in nineteen eighty. Um. These, the daughters of B.J. Blaskowitz are some of the most annoying characters ever. <laughs> They're like Bill and Ted. What's that? They're like Bill and Ted. Yeah, they're like two idiots. It's <laughs> it, it's it's like you threw. It's like it's you took Bill and Ted and Beavis and Butthead, and you threw them together and gave them southern accents. I mean, I I. I found it hilarious at the beginning when you kill your first Nazi and they're cheering and then she vomits and starts cheering again. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, that's, uh, to me, I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, that's why like, I thought it was funny. It's so stupid. What, what happened yeah. to this series? <laughs> like, th- this is, this is, we're so not far into the series and it's already just... It's jumped the... Uh, well... well Fuck, dude, like, the second game I thought was like, alright, this is almost a bit too much, and it sounds like they were just like, fuck it, we don't care anymore. Because, like, I found, my issue with the second game was not the gameplay, although there was, like, kind of a bad difficulty curve. Um, Yeah. But, like, I felt that it didn't handle, it didn't handle killing Nazis, or, or the Nazi aspect of it, with as much, um... 
I don't know what, what word to use here. It, they did, the Nazis didn't seem scary. They didn't seem like they were, like, it seemed like they were trying to make a joke. And, like, I, I don't, I didn't think it was handled well. Like, the first game, they are terrifying force that you are fighting against. And in the second game, it was like, let's go kill us the Nazis. Woo! High five. And I was like, um, okay. Yeah. And the Nazis are kind of stupid. And now it just sounds like they've just gone for broke and like, fuck it. Yeah, you. so the first game almost had a, a noir feel to it because it was dark, it was kind of brooding, you know, it was it was really rough. Um, and, you know, you had the inner monologue of BJ, like he would talk while, while you were playing the game kind of thing. You would hear his thoughts and stuff like that. And the second game, they still had that, but it felt comical at times they tried to incorporate all these crazy mechanics and i mean there's you know there's a major plot thing that happens about a little bit more than halfway through the game in the second game and it just goes off the rails i mean they just make it crazy yeah it's just stupid and then the sec and then young blood comes out and they just went straight up this is Far Cry Blood Dragon for Wolfenstein. And I don't know if it fits. That's just me, though. So, I, I don't know. I heard I heard Wombat's do-do-do. Did you hear it? Yeah, I did, too. <laughs> there it is again. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> he must have jumped I into a painting heard. and just yelled, Wahoo! Yeah. Woohoo! Wahoo! No way to jump into a painting is a backward somersault. <laughs> well, obviously, or the or the um, the Z trigger jump. Yeah. The the best thing about the Z trigger tr- jump though is when you do it wrong and you end up slapping into the wall. Oh, absolutely! And he, and he just goes, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Mario sixty four, you are you are eternal. Indeed. Yep. Anyway, Wolfenstein, back to you, Drew. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the moment-to-moment gameplay is okay. Um, you know, they do a lot of... Um, they put more emphasis on sneaking and doing uh, silent kills and stuff like that in this. Um, in fact, they have a loadout that's basically just like, you know, you have a stealth camo kind of thing, and then you have a loadout where you're, you know, the juggernaut who, like, you know, slams into guys and stuff like that, so... Uh, there's different ways to play it if you want to. Um, shooting's fine. Uh, I think they did kind of fix a lot of that whole, oh, the enemy from a mile away can see a pixel of you and they're going to hit you with deadly precision. Yeah, they kind of fixed that a little bit. So I'm not dying instantly like I did in the previous Wolfenstein game. But, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've just heard people talk about this. Aren't there enemies that you shouldn't fight that have skulls over them a la Destiny? Um, there are, yes, there are enemies that will show up that you have the option of saying, you know what, let's just run around these guys or sneak by them or something like that. There are enemies that they suggest, hey, you may not be strong enough to take on this enemy. Um, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm only three levels in, but from what I understand, there's only probably about ten levels, maybe a little bit more, I'm not certain. And you can kind of tell just by the way this game is structured that it's meant to be played again kind of thing. Go through another level, 
as a more stronger character. Um, and it feels like there's going to be some grind to it as far as like wanting to upgrade all the way or you know level up even more. <laughs> so, so that brings me to the next question. I noticed there's currencies in this game. Can you buy them? I have not experienced any of that. I haven't looked, though. So You can. That I know for sure. You can buy the gold currency. Oh, come on. You can buy gold, which is only used for uh, uh, cosmetics. Well, that, that's, that's okay. I, I'm okay with that. But, hey, like, hold on a second. I'm not entirely sure about that. Because oh, no. I, did look, I did look through some of the menus. And I did see, I did go through all the cosmetics and look at them just to see how they looked and stuff like that. But I did notice there was a final tier at the bottom that was boosters. No. No, 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 no. And I think you can potentially purchase XP boosters. <laughs> I'm entirely sure, so nobody hold me to that. I'll have to investigate it more before I write my review. Well, Bethesda's really just shit the bed, huh? <laughs> like, really, this is... They went from Lord. they went from everything is a single-player to... game to everything requires online, and as my... Literally, like, let's, let's insert ourselves into the role that Ubisoft was in a decade ago that EA has been trying to escape their entire... Let's be fair, Ubisoft is still in that. There are XP boosters for every game they put out. No, but I mean, like, yeah, but they also make it where it's, like, not really necessary. Like, they really are generous with the amount of shit they give. Like, my dad is huge into the division, and he's not one spot at an XP booster. He just grinds the same mission out. He has fun with it. Like, Ubisoft, yeah, you're right, but they also support their content. They don't put out games that are half-broken anymore. <laughs> and, like, here's Bethesda. They're like, guess what, guys? Fallout 76. We'll figure it out. And then, let's fuck up Wolfenstein. And Doom, for fuck's sakes. Oh, we'll talk about Doom later. Oh, that I know was, we will. A, I know is, we will. That was a fucking... Okay. That's called foreshadowing, everybody. <laughs> mm, I have a lot to say about that. I'm well, sorry, Drew. That's fine. Because um, it needs to be brought up anyway. Uh, and I will go ahead and say that after playing the 2016 Doom and playing three versions of Wolfenstein, the modern Wolfenstein, I prefer Doom's gameplay over Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah. Wolfenstein. I've always preferred the gameplay. Wolfenstein's gameplay was always fine to me, but what drew me into those games was its ridiculousness, <laughs> not the gameplay. Well, then you must love uh, Young Blood then, because it's full on ridiculous. Well, I'll play it. I've, I've, I mean, it's only thirty bucks. We should also say that it's not a sixty dollars game. It's not a full, yeah, it's not a full price game, and it's obviously a a spin off of sorts with the RPG elements, the co op in mind, and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it plays fine. That's the thing is like it plays like the Wolfenstein, you know. The, the old, or New Blood, or whatever it was called. What was it? New Order and Old Colossus? No, the New Colossus, no. the Old Blood, and the New Order. The New Order. There we go. Yeah, okay. those are the three games. Yeah. So it, it plays like them, so it plays fine. Um, there's a few <laughs> upgrades. You, know, you start off with the suit this time, so you know you, you start off kind of 
you start off as a badass. So that's that's good because the the very beginning parts, like the first probably six <coughs> levels of Wolfenstein New Colossus, was hard. Was very difficult. So yeah, uh, played that. Uh, Bound by Flame, but you can hear that on Phoenix Down. A um, little bit more God of War, not much though. Um, it's it, it it opened up, and I'm enjoying it way much more. Get the high roll field. You made it. Get the high roll field, and now I'm now I'm going off and and doing a bunch of stuff that uh, Atreus is like. Do we need to be here right now? And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> shut up, boy. Shut up! I don't want to advance the story yet, boy. <laughs> so, and that's that's pretty much it. Cool. Uh, Wombat. Yes. Hello. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How about yourself? Oh, I'm not bad. Good. What the video games have you played? Uh. No, I. So I played. <laughs> Bye, moving uh, on. <laughs> moving on. I have played um, uh, some more Assassin's Creed Odyssey um, in the second DLC, which, quite honestly, I'm not enjoying as much as I enjoyed the first one. Um, so, I don't know, I may take a little break from that one for a little bit. Um, the I have been playing uh, a lot of Valkyria Chronicles 4. Um, I'm back in that now after taking a break due to overwhelming frustration uh the game is really good but um to 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 have a game in 2019 where each mission can take you or and a half depending on what's happening in the mission and for there to be no autosave um Especially when you can't, it's not like you can just start a mission again from the beginning. It's if if you die or if if you're if the mission conditions are failed, you got to start the entire mission over again. Um, and so for that to be the case, and to not have autosave is really kind of shitty, if I'm being honest. Um, so I lost a lot of progress. And uh, not a lot, I shouldn't say. A couple missions, but still, that's a couple hours. Uh, and got a little frustrated. But then I booted it back up again and did the mission again and um, was able to finish it. So um, I'm back in it now. It's still a really good game. It just gets a little frustrating sometimes. Um, and other than that, I've played a lot of Stardew Valley, um, which I'm really enjoying and is sort of... Uh, starting to turn into an addiction a little bit. I'm glad I got it on iPad because it means I can play it when I'm on my lunch break at work or when I'm just sitting around somebody else's uh, you know, using the TV that I want to use or something like that. So um, that game's really fun. I, I would recommend that a lot to anybody, especially anybody that's ever liked like Harvest Moon or Animal Crossing or any of those games. So. That's pretty much it. I haven't played much else. All right. I did not play Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I have not purchased that yet. So, Well, I can tell you a little bit about that. It sounds like maybe it's okay that I haven't yeah. purchased it yet. I, I I think that asking $60 for that game is a lot. Um, Ryan, I, you need to look up all the 
pictures of where it's like Cyclops saying something and he's like, don't tell Wolverine that and the person is playing as Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> so I t- we talked about, well, I talked about Marvel Ultimate Alliance last week a little bit and I've played some more of it this week and it is, <coughs> it is essentially just a mindless mash a button kind of game. Um, I have quite a few issues with it. Some of it stemmed from good old Nintendo. Some of it stemmed from the fact that... So, they added what's called a stun meter to some of the larger enemies, and this is a frustrating feature because (laughs) you basically hit the enemies until their stun meter breaks down so you can do more damage to them. The problem is is that when you're hitting them while they have stun meter, they can basically cancel your attacks and just hit you and put you in an animation loop. Um, Oh, nice. And I had to bump the game down to easy, and even on easy, I am losing characters. Um, and it turns out that this is also a design flaw of the game. So Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 gives you a plethora of characters to play as, and it's constantly adding new characters to your roster. So you're like, oh, man, now I got this character. Now I, got, I want to switch to this character. You can't play that way. Because if you do that, if you switch characters every time you get new ones, your other characters will be so low level that you just can't compete. Like, you're so far behind everything else that unless you go back and do the Infinity Gauntlets, you, and grind your characters up, you just will die over and over and over again because they're not high enough level. Well, nice. That's good. Yeah, so that is a big thing. So unless you want to stick to specific characters through the whole game, which seems kind of stupid when they give you a roster of, like, 40 characters. Um, And also the characters that you aren't using. So let's say you've got 25 characters, you're using four of them. The other 21 are not leveling with you. So you've got to pick them up, put them back on your team, and level them up. Um, The online portion of the game is really kind of broken. So in Nintendo fashion, it's not easy to get into a game with a friend. And then when you get into a game with them, whatever character they pick, that's it. That's the character they're stuck with. They cannot change nice. characters. So, yeah. Yeah, that seems super lame. Yeah. As in, what's that? As in, like ever. So, if I play with you and pick Spider-Man, I'm stuck with Spider-Man for the rest of your game. Yep, until you leave my game and come back in. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, That's... yeah. I mean, if you went back to your own game, you could play whatever you wanted. But as long as you're in my game online, you're Spider-Man. Yeah. So, this. It's a fun, mindless, stupid game. But man, it's just. There are so many design decisions in that that you're like, man, if I'd have paid 60 bucks for this, I'd have felt. It's, it's a good 6 or 7 game. That's what it is. Um, so, and also, if you play it handheld, wear some gloves. <laughs> oh, yeah? Your Switch is on fire! That game feels like it's pushing that little that little piece of hardware a little too hard. <laughs> Whew. Also, the frame rate is real bad in handheld mode. Um, sticking to the Switch, I also played this game called Kill La Kill. If? Yeah, you did. Yeah, so... Man, that's a video game. It's actually pretty good, but boy, is it anime as fuck. <laughs> so, I, I've never seen the show. I don't have any, like, knowledge of the show. 
what I'm thinking from what I've played, which is, I think, two levels into the story mode, is this is a game about a bunch of people who are trying to have clothes control the world? Say what? That's what I said. But apparently they, like, take over schools and the clothes... Like, when you fight, you change clothes. And the clothes give you your power. Okay. Um, also, it is worth noting to not play this game around small children because it is very much one of those games. Oh, gotcha. There's a lot of butts and boobies hanging out all over the place. Well, you gotta love that. <sighs> I tweeted some pictures on my Twitter. Um, and if you just look at those four pictures, you'll get a very good idea of what this game is. And it is it is a weird game, but... It is actually very fun. <laughs> so it is a 3D, like, arena-based fighting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fairly simple. Like, you have one melee attack, one ranged attack, one guard break attack, and a jump button. And you can do supers for each one of those attacks by holding the L1 and pressing that button if you have a meter full. You can dodge around your character. You can home in on your character. It's like a rock-paper-scissors kind of fighting game where one move will have dominance over another move, and it just, it's fun to play. You just have to know what you're playing. Um, also, it is very anime in that the story mode has these extremely long cutscenes of just the wackiest shit you'll ever see in your life. Like, it makes Metal Gear look coherent. Is is crazy. It's a crazy game. Um, ba, 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 ba. played some some of that there Madden NFL twenty. Um, this is it. It feels like so Madden is one of those you know sports games or sports games. Every year you get a roster update, you get a few new tweaks. I've kind of finally figured out the cadence of when the team at Tiburon actually updates like the the gameplay portion, and it's every five years. And this is the year. So, like, playing this game feels like the biggest upgrade to the player movement um, and, like, the way characters interact with each other and the way, like, running feels and throwing feels and, and things like that, tackling. Like, it all feels really good this year. It feels like a huge upgrade from last year. Um, they've also streamlined the game, so there was a lot of downtime in previous years. So it's small things, but like, for example, when you pick a play, they used to go through the whole animation of watching the team break the huddle, walk up to the line, do the set. Now it's like instantaneous. As soon as you pick the play, you're at the line and you're ready to go. Um, A lot of the in-between quarter stuff has been trimmed down. So like games flow a whole lot faster. Um, There's a new story mode called Face of the Franchise where you create a character you basically, for the first time in how many years now, there are college teams in this game. And in this story mode, you get to pick which college team you play for, and then you've got to play through the semifinals and then the national championship. Um, and then and doing all of this and doing practice drills, and, and you actually do the NFL combine, like it determines what order you get picked in the NFL draft. Um, and then you have to go through preseason and earn your spot on the roster. And it's actually really well done. Um, there's some goofy, you know, dialogue 
in the in the story mode. They make you answer questions to see what kind of player you'll be. There's a there's an XP system where you level up your character, and then you can give like you can change kind of your style, the way you play. Are you a scrambling quarterback? Are you a pocket passer? Are you a, a, like a deep ball thrower? And you can kind of level these up, and with the new X-Factor system where superstars in the game have, like, these special abilities. So, for example, I play as the Oakland Raiders, and Antonio Brown has this, like, if he gets three catches of more than 30 yards, then he lights up, and then he can actually break double coverage. And that stuff is kind of neat, um, and you can get that in the face of the franchise. Like, you can decide what kind of X-Factor abilities you have. And you can level those up. And it, it's actually a really deep system. It's cool. Unfortunately, I was drafted by the Broncos. And I hate the Broncos because they're in my division. And the first game I had to play, I, I like destroyed the Oakland Raiders. And I felt bad. But um, it, it's a neat mode. It's uh, they've, they've done quite a bit to the game this year. And it, it feels really good. And I'm very happy with it. Sounds like they took a few cues from the show. Yeah, yeah. Instead of trying to do like a story mode based on a, a particular character, they actually let you bring yourself into it and, and kind of go through it. Like, I'm wondering how deep it goes because I just I went through all of the college games. I went through the combine. I went through preseason to earn my roster spot. Um, but now I'm in actual season, and I'm kind of curious. Like, if I can just keep going, like, is it just like create a player where I create my dude and just play forever until I'm done playing? So, it's it's cool. I, I am enjoying it. It's it's a neat thing. Um, we'll see if I go through the whole the whole shebang. Um, I also picked up uh, the three Dooms, because QuakeCon was this weekend. So they kind of stealth announced Doom 1, Doom 2, and Doom 3 were coming to uh, PS4, Xbox One, and, and Switch. So I picked those up. Um, so we can talk about this now. <laughs> Everybody yep. kind of got their panties in a bunch because you had to uh, log in. That, I mean, you say that. Dude, it asked you to log in to Bethesda Net. Yeah. How many games have you played where you had to, like, log in to a service? How many games are 25 years fucking old and asking you to sign up? It's $5. Yeah, still. I mean, it like... It took long. Okay, here's here's my gripe with this. It took you longer to get on Twitter and complain or write an article about it than it did to put in your fucking email address. The real crime but, that people should have been talking about with these Doom re-releases mm. is that Bethesda took the backward compatible versions of Doom One, Two, and Three on Xbox One and removed them. Yeah, you can't even buy them anymore. You can't even download them if you own them. Yeah, that is the crime. Not logging. And those are the best address. versions. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Doom One and Two, these new versions, do not have online multiplayer. They are missing some of the levels that were added to those XBLA versions of the game. These are worse versions of the games than we already owned. That is the Which crime. Which is impressive. Yeah, impressive. That is the crime. Now, Doom Three. Doom 3 is actually, like, redone. Like, it looks super slick. Yeah, but is it is it the BFG version? Yeah, it has both expansions in it. No, BFG allows you to use the flashlight yeah, separately. The, the flashlight is the left trigger. You can just... Are we on the same 
you can use it with while holding a gun? Yeah, you just pull the left okay. trigger and the flashlight comes on. Okay. Yeah. It's also redone, it's in widescreen. Um, I, I can't count pixels on my TV, but it looks like it's running in 4K. It's running at 60, 60 FPS. I mean, it looks really good. So, but yeah, the real crime is that they just take those copies of the games away from Xbox One owners. And I hope that they fix that. I hope that was a mistake. I don't believe it was, because how does it just disappear? Mm, you can uh, still doubt... Um, quick tip, I tweeted this over the weekend, but if you go into your achievements and you've played those games, find those games in your achievements and go to the game hub and you can still download them. But they just... But they will not show up when you're ready to install, which is which is just awful. Like, that is just... I mean, with all that said, I still did play through Knee Deep in the Dead. It's just, like... There's better versions of Doom. Let's, let's even remove the Xbox 360 ones. And, like, they don't require you to log into an account. It, you know, that... <laughs> What benefit to me is it to uh, sign up? Like, Doom literally runs on calculators, and you're going to be like, I want you to sign in. Well, that's great, but the Nintendo Switch is, like, a portable console. Yeah, but did and you if not... if you didn't know that, hold on, if you didn't know that, you downloaded, then took your console without starting up Doom and signing up, you're fucked. Like... I mean, you're what, not fucked. It, you go home, you sign in, you don't need to sign yeah. in anymore. It only, Just, I mean, it only required it once, and also... They are removing it. Good. I mean, I get that it's not. I get that it's not a great practice, but the fact that it's made as much news as it has is like. I mean. Well, my issue with that is that it made news, and no one had an issue with the Crash Bandicoot and Spyro ones. Of course not. It's it's a pick and choose. Hmm. People pick and choose what they bitch about, and the problem is, is they bitch about everything. My favorite part was your favorite, if video, whatever you want to call them, celebrity whatever. He basically called him a trash company, and I'm like, you know what? Okay. Trash yeah, company. Trash company I mean, for requiring an email login. You know what? Hyperbole is, is, yeah. a, is a dirty mistress. She is. They have been fucking up hard. <clears throat> That's fine, and you can call them out for fucking them up, but calling them a trash company when, yes, Wolfenstein Youngblood is probably not what people are looking for. It's not a, it's not a dumpster fire. It's a video game. It's fun. It's, it's not. It's not Fallout seventy six, people. No, it's not. Fallout seventy six deserved to be it's called Fallout. out on everything that it did, and and you know what, people did. But an email logging. In, I booted the game up on my Xbox, and it said you're logged into your Bethesda account. Congratulations, and I hit A. Like, hmm. I mean, I'm I'm good. It would make listen. I'd I'd have I'd be like listen. It's for online, but it doesn't have online multiplayer. So no, it doesn't. Know. And there's a lot and of that's, and, and I think that would have gone a long way to defend them. But of course, they're it's. But my thing is, is that it's it's boy. People get really upset over everything. Like yeah, it sucks. But god damn, it has controlled the narrative for two days, and it really didn't need to. You should be more pissed about them stealing your games. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for me is that they remove access to games I paid for. Yeah. And replace them and make me have to buy them again with shittier versions of those games. Well, here's yeah, their that's argument. That's huge. Here's their argument. Those are technically Xbox 360 versions and you can still download those on Xbox 360. 
but you can't download them on Xbox One. That was an added feature. These are Xbox One specific versions built for Xbox One. I mean, that truthfully should be the narrative. It shouldn't be the Bethesda login. Yeah, the Bethesda login sucks. It's getting removed. Okay, moving and, on. And, and and just to remind people, this happened with Duke Nukem 3D. This is Gearbox did the exact same thing. Uh, there was Duke Nukem 3D, the Megaton Edition, probably the best version of it, and that is no longer available. You have to buy the. Uh, I don't even know, anniversary edition or whatever it's called that you can buy on like consoles as well. And it has like an extra. Yeah, it's got a brand new episode. Episode, but like it doesn't. The the Megaton edition had like Steamworks impl- uh, uh, implementation. So people could easily make mods and stuff for it and you could just download them. Like it was the best version of Duke Nukem and it's like not available anymore. It's the one that you could have on your Vita. Like, yeah. And that all had to go away because Gearbox said so. That, uh, yeah, that makes me fearful for the digital future. I mean, I get I get that, that fear. I also don't have time to play 90% of the games that I own. So when they remove a version of a game, I'm just like, well, I guess I won't play it. It's kind of like when I want to play a Super Nintendo game, but I'm like, I don't want to hook up my Super Nintendo. <laughs> I just play Overwatch anyway, Drew. Come on. Uh, um, I also played uh, Fantasy Strike. I haven't been able to talk about Fantasy Strike yet. I've had that game for like a month. So that is the, the Serlene Games fighting game <clears throat> that is supposed to be for people who don't play fighting games. So, there's no dashing, there's no ducking, you jump with a button um, in order to counter a throw, you don't move, so you don't hit any inputs on your controller. Um, All of your moves are done with just like two buttons and you basically just use a direction to change how the move is done. Your health bars are dependent on the character you're using, and they are in chunks. So, like, one character may have five chunks, and when somebody does a move to you, that takes one chunk. If they do, like, a super move, it takes two chunks. Um, Every round goes to the best of nine, (laughs) and it's because the rounds last approximately about 10 to 15 seconds. It has a really cool look to it, but having played fighting games now for about, oh, I don't know, 30 years, it is very hard to get into the oversimplified systems. Um, it, it's, it's clear when in the controller options there's an option to change jump to pressing up, that you done fucked up by making it a button. That's just my opinion. When you put the option in there to change it back to, you know, the way it's been since the beginning of time, it feels like maybe the jump button wasn't the best idea. Um, I do like the game. I think it's 
it's neat for a minute. Uh, I like the characters. I like the the art design in the game. I just don't feel like I don't feel like they accomplish what they accomplish. Like I feel like Arc System Works has done it better with the auto combos when they introduce those in like Persona Four Arena, of making it more accessible to like casual fighting game fans. And I think Mortal Kombat has done a good job of of kind of giving you modes that are aimed at single players who want to just play the game and see the the fatalities and and the characters as opposed to rewriting the combat system itself. I I don't think that's the answer to getting people into fighting games. I think it's content and and single player opportunities. Because I think the biggest uh, hurdle to getting into fighting games is the fear of playing those dudes online that will absolutely destroy you. So, it's a novel thing. I just don't think it's executed all that well. Um, and then the last thing I did was dust off my PSVR to play Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. And that game is neat. It's fun. It's it's basically you in a cockpit mowing down zombies with flamethrowers and stuff like that. Um, it does support the DualShock. I don't recommend you ever play that game with a DualShock. Um, and the reason I say that is because when you're in the cockpit, you have, you know, knobs and levers on both the left and the right side, and if you're using a DualShock, and you're using both hands on the controller, you have to move one hand to the right, grab the stick, move the other, you know, move the controller to the left, grab the other stick, instead of having independent hand motion, and it just doesn't work. Um, I really wish they would have created the game so that when you're playing in that mode, you could just use the, the analog sticks to simulate um, the stuff on the left and the right. But that is not how it works, and it, it just looks awkward. Because when you look down and see your hands, they're both in the in the position they would be if you were holding a controller, and it just doesn't look natural. So, if you don't have the, what do they call them, the fucking, the wands, I, I wouldn't recommend that one. Although it is only 20 bucks. And it's pretty fun to to light Nazis on fire in VR. That's pretty fun. Um, I think that's it. It's a lot of shit, but I think that's it. Okay. It's a lot of video games out, Drew, and everybody's busy, so I had to take a bunch of shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, well, we'll talk about it. The new releases this week. We've got Forager. It's coming to consoles this week. Uh, Harvest Moon Light of Hope Special Edition Complete. Har- Harvest Moon what? Light of Hope Special Edition Complete. Oh, okay. Uh, Madden NFL 20, which has always simulated, or has always uh, brought forth the, the fall rush. That's when it starts, right? Madden. Uh, Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, Seed of Evil, which is a new DLC for, for that game. New Star Manager, Solo, Islands of the Heart. Super Wheeloo D-Make. Okay. Uh, the Blackout Club. <clears throat> Warham- okay. Warhammer 40,000, Inquisitor, Martyr, Prophecy. 
I think it's DLC okay. for Inquisitor, because Inquisitor's already out. Bear with me the complete collection, and bear with me the lost robots. Okay. The Tower of Beatrice, because Beatrice's tower is, you know. Doling's Invasion, Labyrinth Life, The Church... Living that labyrinth life. Living that labyrinth life. And the Church of Darkness. Uh, the Church of Darkness. On Xbox One, Wombat's favorite game, Pilot Sports, is out this week. Yeah, don't buy that game. <laughs> that game sucks. As Divine Menace, Meow Motors, which is... Meow a, Motors. It's exactly what you think it is. It's a kart racing game with cats. That is what I thought you were going to say it was. So That's, that's what it is. Uh, Varinhe. I have no idea what that is, so do not ask me. <clears throat> hey, Ken. Nope. <laughs> Varinhe. <laughs> On the Switch this week, we've got Sweet Witches. Got them Sweet Witches. We got Catch a Duck. <laughs> is that with Chris okay. Hansen? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Trine 3, The Artifacts of Power. The Artifacts of Power. Morphe's Law, Remorphed. Chroma Squad. Dungeon Warfare. Phobia. Hamsterdam. Hamsterdam? Hamsterdam. <laughs> That's fantastic. If it's not hamsters smoking weed, I don't want it. I don't want <laughs> it. Uh, Illusion of Lafacia. Obakadoro. <laughs> I can't pronounce what that is. I think I went to school with a guy named Obakadoro. Obakadoro. Uh, <laughs> Pandemic. Y'all missed the best game name last night. Uh, what was it, Anthony? The um, Garden Cock Robin or something that was coming? Oh, say what? Yeah, I don't remember this game. It was like it was fucking. Did away. you say Garden Cock Robin? Something like that. Yeah. It's last night, what were you guys? Doing it's hold on. It's last caged, week. It's it's Caged Garden Cock Robin. That's the one. Caged Garden Cock Robin. That was the game. <laughs> okay. That was on Switch. That we weren't doing PC games. That was on Switch. <laughs> We've got Robbie Swifthand in the Orb of Mysteries. Shinobi Spirits S Legend of Heroes. Stand by. Say ass legend. No. What did you just say? Shinobi Shinobi Spirits what? S. S. Legend of. Sound Heroes. like you said ass legend. <laughs> <laughs> Shinobi Spirits, ass legend. See, if you combine that with Robbie Swifthand, you've got a porn. Yeah, Robbie Swifthand and the ass legends? <laughs> that sounds like an indie band name that would play at Woodstock. That's true, too. Like the new Woodstock, not the old Woodstock. Uh, we've got and also not Snoopy's friend Woodstock. <laughs> Thanks for all the clarification. <laughs> You're welcome. I figured that was important. Sudoku, two, Sudoku Relax 2 Summer Waves. Summer Waves... Uh, Burger Chef Tycoon. Okay. Swaps and Traps. 
Swaps and Traps. And Wrecking Ball Adventure. Wrecking Ball Adventure. Um, that's with fucking PC games. I care. It's all a bunch of fucking garbage. Alright, let's do some news. Who wants to hear about Spider-Man on the PS4? It's now the best-selling. It's now the best-selling superhero game of all time. Deserves to be. It has usurped the Dark Knight, Batman. Which, if you stop and think about it, is even more impressive because Batman was on multiple consoles. Right. Yep. So, Spider-Man is now the king. Spider-Man done spun his way into everybody's hearts. Except for mine. Yeah, that's true. Because you, you didn't play it. Nope. Because you're a cock robin. <laughs> I rob cocks. <laughs> Y'all remember what are you the... doing, Drew? Oh, just robbing cocks. Just robbing a cock. You know. Uh, do y'all remember that uh, mobile game that Nintendo released called Dragalia? Yep. It surpassed $100 million in revenue is now Nintendo's second most successful mobile game. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not much of a surprise to me. That game's actually not bad for a mobile game. I totally forgot it existed. I'll be real fair with you. I don't even know what it is. It's a Nintendo it's a mobile game. Mobile uh, Diablo-esque, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I guess it's not really even that. I don't know. Kind of action RPG is the best way to put it. And um, it's, you know, it's not bad. What's you can turn into a dragon. Dragalia. Dragalia. Yeah. I guess it Dragalia. makes sense that it's about dragons. The drag, dragon. Right. I'll put those together. I'm smart. I am so smart. SMRT. <laughs> Uh, the latest Doom releases are going to get an update to remove the Bethesda Net login because the internet peed their pants over it. Uh, Nintendo is replacing a Fire Emblem Three Houses protagonist voice actor amid sexual assault allegations. That's no bueno. Don't do that. That is no bueno. Hey, Drew, you know how you were excited about Moira's buff? Drew? That's kind of a weird sentence if you don't know anything about what you're talking yes. about. It's going away. I know. Yep. They said that, uh, so it's what, basically what it was, it's an Overwatch thing. For those of you not paying attention, for those of you not following at home. She was able to fade out of stuns, which is broken as fuck. But they took it out. So now she cannot fade out of stuns. She got buffed and then she got nerfed even before she made it live. Uh, Saw that coming. <laughs> Epic I Games. Mean, on, that's, it, that's that's really broken. That's really unfair. It is. It, it's really unfair. I mean, the, the whole point of stuns is to stop somebody from doing what they need to do. And if you have a character who can break out of stun, then. That's just that's not balanced. No, it's not. And Moira would be picked every match. Absolutely, that would become that. She she's the now the new Brigitte. Brigitte. Her name is Brigitte. Brigitte. Not Brigitte. A lot of people call it. A lot of people call it Brigitte. Not anybody north of of uh, of North Carolina. Okay, how about Bridget? 
I yell at my wife all the time because she calls her Bridget. I'm like, her name's fucking Brigida. This is not a hard. It's not hard. Come on, people. Uh, Epic Game Store now has cloud saves for select titles. Select titles. Just wanted to clarify. Yoshinori Ono says you should not expect Street Fighter 6 at Evo. So, you've been warned. Don't expect... Were people, were people expecting Street Fighter 6? Of course they were. He said he was coming and he had a surprise. Uh, Why would you not expect uh, it to be Street I... Fighter 6 at this point? Finally this... a new Darkstalker? No, the surprise is, is that you're getting a new character for Street Fighter 5 and it's a reskin. Oh, good. Surprise! Evil, even more evil Ryu. <laughs> even more evil Ryu. <laughs> Say that three times fast. They they did that already. I know. What's his name? Cage. Uh, uh, maybe I don't know. It's it's evil. It's eviler evil Ryu. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, if you want to play Catherine full body, the demo is now available on PSN. That that is literally the only romantic puzzler, isn't it? Nobody's copied that yet? Okay, moving on. Xbox One's home screen is getting a major update in the next update. Uh, it's in preview beta right now, but basically, you know how when you boot up your Xbox, you got like five tabs? Yes. They're going away. Oh, okay. Just one screen oh. now. <coughs> okay. Uh, this apparently I also... hate the Xbox interface, so yeah. I'm happy to see whatever they would like to show me. Yeah, so this also apparently makes it a hell of a lot faster, because I don't know about you, but even running an SSD on an Xbox One X, it'd take a minute for my shit to load on that Xbox. And that's unacceptable. Big Ben Interactive has acquired Greedfall developer Spiders. Yeah, we talked about that on Phoenix Down. Yeah. Some people are down by flame. Yep. So now Big Ben owns. Big Ben has spiders. Big Ben also brought us uh, Tennis World Tour, which is possibly the worst tennis game I've ever played in my life. It's good to know that Spiders is in good hands. Yeah. Spiders was in good hands before this. Well. Um, and that, I mean, not good. Focus Home Interactive. You know, like, the developer you can tell when a game is published by them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You pick the game up and you're like, huh, I bet this is published by Focus Home Internet. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Frogwares, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Control has gone gold. Game is finished. Okay. I just thought you'd like to know. I mean, that's fine. I don't know if I'll ever play that game. Oh, I'm totally playing that game. I like Remedy games. I like Remedy too, but this one just looks bland. Eh, it's like PsyOps. How can I not be excited about? I that? am. I am looking forward to this game a lot. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo doubles Super Mario Maker 2's level slots to 64. Yay! <laughs> you don't play Mario Maker. Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic movie Mario may Maker have been delayed. Good. Uh, to <coughs> March 2020. Okay. Don't worry, we've got cats to make up for the terrible CG. 
Um, Nintendo is adjusting its Joy-Con repair policy. Uh, has anybody had the drift? I, I guess Wombat would be the only one to ask. Had the what? The drift? The, the Joy-Con drift. That's apparently becoming a very big thing. I I have not, no. I haven't either, but I don't use my Joy-Cons, so I, I can't say that I don't have it. I can just say that I haven't noticed it because I don't use them. But right. apparently Nintendo initially would not fix these, but now they're telling anybody that calls in to support, um, just fix it. Because it is clearly an epidemic. There's a class action lawsuit being opened. Yep. Uh, Two Point Hospital is coming to consoles later this year. Speaking of class action lawsuits, um, y'all might want to Google the Equifax data breach. 100% you should do that. Yeah, because I filled that out because, you know, $125, I'll take it. Well, yeah, and it's um, you can uh, you can file for up to ten additional hours without documentation. Yep. You just have to describe what you use those additional hours for. Yep, and you can um, get compensation for that. I was part of that breach because they have a website you can check to see if you were. Yep, and you were. I was as well. Yeah, I I, so think I filed I, actually for nine and a half additional hours as well for time spent. Researching the breach and time spent checking my credit every week for the last fifty-two weeks. Yeah, I've I've got alerts and um, credit protection on my account now because one of my cards was stolen, and I had to get it uh, canceled and then reissued a new card. Somebody tried to buy something at Kroger's in like Alabama. <laughs> uh, that was me. Sorry about. That. Oh, did you did you steal my card, Drew? I stole your card. I said, he don't care. It was only like $12, so I was like, what, what are you doing? I wanted a six-pack of Mountain Dew. Apparently, you were trying to ship it, too, because they, then they tried to ship it to, uh, through FedEx, but I'd already canceled it by that point. <laughs> I wanted to be discreet in order from Alabama and have it sent to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> When's this Mountain Dew going to get here? I'm thirsty. But no, if you if you have not checked that, I would definitely check that because at the minimum you will probably get one hundred twenty five dollars out of it. <clears throat> um, there's a new mainline Yakuza game to be revealed next month. Uh, and Drew and I are the only ones that care about this, but uh, they showed off Sigma last week in full, the newest Overwatch hero, and he ain't got no shoes. And people got mad about it. <laughs> they got mad about the explanation. They didn't get mad about him not having shoes. <laughs> but it is funny to hear that the internet is upset um, about not having shoes. Although, it did bring out the other Overwatch conversation, and Anthony and I were talking about this before the show, um, that somebody immediately had to attack Overwatch's diversity. And I'm just like... This might not be okay. the hill. This did might not car, be the hill you want to die on. Did a car just go by, or did someone just go mm, really loudly? I think that was probably Drew's trucks. Okay, because yeah. it sounded like someone was disgruntled with the fact that Ken was talking about the diversity. It's it's <laughs> the sound of upset. it's the sound of uh. Twitter. It's the sound of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> We did a thing, and then you just hear it slowly like a truck coming. Uh, I mean, isn't that, isn't that what we should do? 
Um, oh, one last little piece of news. There's a rumor floating around. There was a rating for Doom 64. So maybe Doom 64 is coming? It'd be weird that it wasn't announced this weekend, but... I'll play Doom 64 again, especially if they put it on the modern consoles. That game is, uh... That game is good. I do hope they had a brightness setting, though. Holy shit. Yeah, that game is super dark. Super dark. Um... It's amazing that we can go two hours with two people, but all I have left is tweets for four people. Well, to be fair, the last hour was me bitching. This is true. Last week was just you bitching about the Polymega. Hi. So, you know what? Whatever. Whatever, dude. Um, But we do have a couple tweets. First one comes from Jeremy. He says, in honor of Anthony... Do you, you know where this is going? I don't know, something about making out with his sister. What are your favorite sister-kissing scenes in movies I or TV? Star Wars or Game of Thrones? <laughs> I mean, answering this question also says you could something make glue. about yourself, you, right? you could You could make glue by beating that dead horse so much. Open up your own glue factory. Come on. I mean, don't don't keep going with it. You could have just left it at the, no. I mean, no. I'm I'm just following apparently what <laughs> make, goes for good comedy. Just keep repeating the same shit. Oh shit! I mean, that's kind of what we built this podcast on. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we we tell the same joke. I mean, Puzzle Quest still gets told, and that was told one time. Puzzle Quest. <laughs> Why is it still funny? I don't know what it is. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Puzzle quest. Puzzle quest. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Drew, what's your favorite sister kissing scene? You're from the south. That's that's uh. Oh, we do cousins over. Oh, sorry. You you don't you don't go that far in the family tree. You stick out on one of the branches. Nah, yeah, we're still classy. <laughs> <laughs> we're still. Classy. That's my favorite response to that ever. <laughs> We're still classy. Oh, shit. Oh, man. The Real Shogun Beats wants to say Ace Watkins for president. I don't know who that is. I don't so. either. I feel like I want to Google it, but at the same time, I kind of don't want to Google it. Somebody's Googling it. He's a musical artist. Okay. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, oh, okay. Ace Watkins is the first gamer to run for president of the United States. Oh, it's the guy. What's his name? Phil, whatever, on Twitter. Yeah. Those, those have been pretty... From the hard that's, times. His, his stuff on that's been pretty funny. You cannot have a sex scandal if you have never had sex. Yeah, he's he's got some pretty funny stuff on there. We need a president who recognizes that we live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's pretty funny. Okay. Sure. I'll elect him. Broccoli says... Chopping broccoli. Uh, a couple quick questions. <laughs> simple questions. 
this week for y'all. What game are you looking forward to the most in August? Control. Um, I don't know. I don't know that. I, I don't know that there's anything in August. I'd have probably said Madden. I guess because Madden technically, I guess, comes out in August. What else is coming out in August? I don't know that. In, I don't know that really anything is. Uh, we got one answer of a lot and one answer of I don't think anything. Let's take a look. <laughs> Let's take a look, Cotton. <laughs> it's a bold uh, strategy, Cotton. We got Madden, uh, Metal Wolf Chaos, Age of Wonders, um, Wolfenstein. That's in Japan. I clicked North America, you son of a bitch. We got... Um... Control. Metal Wolf Chaos. Pillars of Eternity for Nintendo Switch. Uh, Catherine. Nope, that's September. Uh, Wreckfest. Strange 2, Episode 4. Ooh. Wreckfest is out. Rad is oh, out. Blair Witch. That comes out at the end of the month. Astral Train. Oh, yeah, Astral. I thought you said Astro Train, and I was like, Transformers? Sorry. Yeah, I don't care about any of that stuff you just uh, made. World of Warcraft Classic, which people have been waiting for. Bard's Tale 4. I was going to say, what about Bard's uh, Oninaki is also coming out, which is that I don't new know what that is. Tokyo Factory RPG for PS4 ah. and Switch. Um, isn't that game from the Darksiders guys coming out in August? The Dark Remnant? I don't know. Oh, sorry, Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah, that's the next game from Gunfire Games, the guys that did Darksiders. Ooh. But that's that also, is it. It is a Souls-like game, I want to say. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've just seen like videos of it. It looks cool. Okay. I mean, if I um, Madden would have been my pick, but probably as a game itself, it's probably Control. I really hope Control is good. I love Remedy, so... I am also Probably looking biased. forward. To, I'm also looking forward to playing Wreckfest. I know Drew has already played it on PC, but I've been waiting on the console version. It's finally coming out in August. Yeah, I don't even know what's coming out in August. So I mean, we just did it all, but you weren't here. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to take a call. I had to take a call. I mean, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. It's true. His second question is Unless Drew, did you want to look did you want to hear the, the games again? Do you want to pick one? Pick a game? I mean we've got well we've read it off Blair Witch, Metal Wolf Chaos, Life is Strange Two, Episode Four, Oninaki, Control, Remnant from the Ashes, Wreckfest, Bard's Tale Four, Um Astral Chain. I think that's it. Age of Wonders, Madden. Those are all the games in August. Mm, the only thing I would even remotely think about playing would be Control. <laughs> so his most but anticipated I, game is one he's not that interested in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's the that's the thing is like I, I I'm not going to play Control when it comes out. So no, I, nothing really. The, the the next game that I'm excited for that I will buy day one is is the Man of Medan or whatever. That's September, right? 
I think that's September, yeah. That'll be a day one purchase for me. Gotcha. Was it the Dark Pictures Chronicles? Yeah, the Dark Pictures Chronicles, episode one, The Man of Madon, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I've got really anything on my list until uh, Zelda in September. September, I think, is going to be the bigger month. I think August is good. I think it's September, right? I think you're right, because if Zelda September... So Astral Chain's August... Zelda September, Luigi's Mansion is October, Pokemon's November. That's how Nintendo works, basically one game a month. Yep. Um, so yeah, September I think is bigger than August, but there's a few things in August I'm really excited to play. So, Do you have a preferred time of day for gaming? Hmm. I can tell you exactly the time of day. Okay. When I get home, I get off work at three o'clock. My wife gets off work at five, so in between there. Does your wife not let you play video games? I mean, typically when she gets home, we start cooking or something like that, and watch TV. You're already an old couple, is what you're telling me. Do you guys have TV trays in the living room? Like you, you watch like I Love Lucy on the black and white. No, we don't have TV trays. I have. I sit in a recliner and let my plate sit on my belly while I eat off of it. <laughs> okay, so you are an old man. You got some butterscotch candies to the side? No, nah, but I need to get me some Wathers Originals. <laughs> <laughs> Wathers. Get some Wathers. Wathers Originals. Does, uh, does, <laughs> do you remember Pepperidge Farm? Because Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pe- Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Uh, um, hmm. I am definitely a, after work is when I run all my errands and do dinner, so I don't game until about, I don't know, between 7 and 9. That's kind of like my, my, my peak time. Yeah, for me it's, um, uh usually from about noon until about 3 o'clock on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm following that now. Yeah. No, um, usually if I I play during the week, it's usually at night. Like late at night after everybody else goes to bed. It's it's funny because my kid's on summer break, so him and my wife are up way later than I am. Nice. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one that goes to bed early. Those two are up partying or whatever they're doing. I don't know. I'm sure partying is exactly what they're doing. Probably. They, they've got like glitter and some fucking disco balls. <laughs> Dropping Flintstones chewables, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Anthony? You didn't answer the question. Whenever I can. <laughs> That's Whenever the most Anthony ass answer ever. Whenever I can. Whenever I can. I hear you, Solid Snake. Metal Gear. <laughs> Gaming is a construct. The uh, world is a vampire. That is absolutely the most jarring portion of Bloodstained is just him playing Solid Snake. 
Yeah, he pretty but, much does just do the solid snake voice, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't like the shard bringers. Like, all right, calm yourself. It's supposed to be a Japanese samurai. And... That's just Salt Snake's voice. Um, I don't have any more tweets. Huh. I don't have any more tweets. I mean, well, you know, I went on my tangents. I talked about a lot of video games, and yet somehow still with four people, we can't muster up six hours. Six hours? Six hours? Sorry, I was reading Twitter while I said that, and I... Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm not really paying attention anymore. Yeah, well, welcome to... You absolutely 100% cannot justify six hours. I mean, Anthony's tweeting... I think I would... I would give up. Sorry, I saw somebody retweet something and the Twitter account's name was Six Inches is Enough and it just threw me off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somebody's compensating for something. I'm just like, um, okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's your Twitter name, but alright. That is tremendous. Well, it's really not. Sorry. I... I think it's pretty tremendous. It's, it seems hilarious to me. Oh shit! It's I can only hope that that's uh, somebody's idea of a funny joke and not somebody's sad, horrible life. But it's probably someone's sad, horrible <laughs> life. I was just gonna see how far you would dig that. I like it's good. <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't know. No, no more tweets. The last one was Ace Watkins for president. Anthony's out here posting memes, because what the fuck are you doing? I saw a specific person get retweeted from one of those terrible Bethesda ones. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many of those? That's my other thing, is like, do we really need 6,000? You know, get it, everybody? Get it? You need We've you need a Bethesda account to log in. Yeah, that's annoying. You need a Bethesda account to listen to this podcast. That should be the title of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, the person. Uh... We should see if we can arrange that. <clears throat> Needing a Bethesda account to listen to this podcast. I don't, I don't know if that would work out too well. It's worth a shot, right? I mean, we'd lose like half our listeners, so we'd be down to two. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get everybody Skyrim at this point. That's true. Can you run Skyrim on this podcast? You probably could run Skyrim on this podcast. Speaking of uh, running things on things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I bought a Raspberry Pi 4, um, the 4 gig one, but unfortunately... RetroPie is not updated to work with Pi 4 yet, so I can't test it as an emulator. But you know what? It does run. Doom? Yes. <laughs> Which is, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters. I mean, does it run it without a Bethesda account? <laughs> <laughs> that was the most fuck you asshole response I've ever heard in my life. It's almost as good as those guys that post the... Um, the pictures of the half-naked women asking a question, and they reply with, like, um, I would ask you to get my uh, controller and have a waffle. 
<laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. But. You've never seen I need to show you some of those. Like, I have no idea what he's talking about either. There's Ryan's people that tweet these pictures, and it's like a great... I don't know who you're following, Ken, but... Uh, they, they ask a question. Like, dude, so many people... I sent one to Drew the other day. You know what I'm talking about, right? Drew, just lie and say you it's don't. This picture is a picture of an attractive woman, and then it says, what's worse than heartbreak? And then somebody's like, you know, I don't know, is it... Dying in a Mario Maker, yeah, dying in a Mario Maker level, and I'm just like, you know what? Stop that! Please stop that! It's not funny, especially when you do it to the same picture four times. It's not funny. Yeah, it's just not funny. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know what you're talking about. Thanks. I'll have to show you an example, but I I don't really know if I want to because it sounds like it's a exercise in terrible comedy. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, that's... The, that's, that's this re- pod, That should be the name of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but see, the thing is, Ryan, is we, terrible comedy. we own that, okay? <laughs> we know it. We accept it. We 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 admit it. The, we prob- the problem with Twitter is, is everybody thinks they're a comedian. It's true. Yeah, and they're all doing the same joke, and it's all the same fucking punchline, and they're like a bunch of children going, Orange, you got it in, say banana, with no setup, and it's not funny in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody right. brought out the Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. It's almost like Anthony has kids. That's a joke. <clears throat> you, you tell yeah. your kid. Like it. My kid tells like the most hilarious jokes because they're not really funny, they're just like in your face. <laughs> in your right, face. You have to give us an example. It's it's so hard because he'll tell a joke. He'd be like, "You know what you are," and I'll be, he's like, "You know why you're like that?" I'm like, "I don't know why." He's like, "Cause you're a butt face," <laughs> and he's like yelling in your face. I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like you did not get your comedy from me, child. Wait, maybe you did. <laughs> like, wait, maybe you did. Mean. <laughs> Let's. Uh, you might want to like help him tone that down a little bit because when he gets into the real world, people punch people that do that. Well, I know. I try to tell him. I'm like, I gotta teach you about subtlety. I gotta teach you about, you know... Here's how you hurt someone's feelings without letting <laughs> other people know. <laughs> Let me raise my child to be a bully, Anthony. Thank you. Ugh. I. It's not a bully. You're not a bully if the person, you know, goes home and cries. And, yeah, all that too, yeah. Well, my son, he has no filter. That's his problem. Like, he come, we were eating dinner the other day. He's like, the kids in school are weird. I'm like, why are they weird? He's like, because he eats onions. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not really what? weird. I'm like, your mother eats onions. He's well, like, hold yeah, on. That's weird. Ken, hold on. Did your, did your son go into detail? Because the kids just got an onion and he's biting into it. I have to agree. <laughs> No, I didn't like an apple. I didn't go no, specific. Dad, you don't understand. <laughs> He's just eating an onion. He just popped it off, son. Start bawling right there at the table. I'm like whatever. Oh man, that's funny. I tell you, I tell you what, it's a hard ass job, but goddamn, if there is like the greatest things in life come out of being a parent. Yeah, that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Oh, shit. Anyway. Curtis sent in a tweet. Oh, should I read it? Alright. Uh, Curtis says, hope I'm not too late. Almost, dude. If we hadn't ran it off Almost. about bad comedy. Um, we didn't talk so damn much. That's true. Afternoon, fellas. How is everyone? Finished God of War yesterday when I was a bit disappointed. Don't get me wrong, it's an okay game. 
but I expected more. Don't see it white got so many tins from reviewers. Thanks and keep on gaming. Well, sir, I feel attacked. Yeah. Didn't you give it a ten? I gave 10? it a ten out of ten. I'd give it a ten out of ten. I I stand by that ten out of ten. I'm in a fucking commercial. I don't know what, like that. money hat. <laughs> 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 it's just, it was great because it sounded like he yelled that from. He's yelling it from the back of the auditorium. Money hat. I mean, I don't know what what you were expecting out of God of War. Like, I went in ex- expecting. I mean, I went in after some like Ken had played it, and I went in going expecting a Zelda game, and I got basically a Zelda game. Yeah, a I'm very really... good Zelda game with a very good story. Did I mean I, I sit here and I think about it, and it might be one of my favorite games of this generation, like easily. Yeah, mine too. It's just it was such a good experience. I wish I could play it again, not having known everything. Yeah. yeah, like it's one of those games. Uh, he also says, another question, what's your most disappointing game this generation so far that you were hyped for, but didn't live up to your expectations? Um, this is a tough one. Know, that's a hard question for me to answer. I know there's been a few that I was super pumped for and did not turn out well, and I'm trying to think of what they were. I don't know if I can say it was hyped up, but uh, well, I have two. Um, Wolfenstein 2. Just, uh, again, the pacing in that game and so the the tonal shift from the first... It, it wasn't what I want... It's not the direction I wanted Wolfenstein to go. Doom kind of filled the humorous portion. Like, you can be funny but be serious, and I felt like the second game wasn't serious enough. Um... <clears throat> And the other one is Watch Dogs 2. I've gone into detail on that on Phoenix Down, so I'm not going to go over it again, but it's just... Uh, I really like the first Watch Dogs, and another, again, a tonal shift that just wasn't necessary. You can be funny and tell a serious story, and I felt like they didn't tell it, like a serious or even like coherent story in 2, really. So. Uh, I've kind of got two that are a little weird. Um... The first one was Sea of Thieves, and it wasn't that I was hyped before I played it. I was hyped after playing the beta. Like, that beta was so good, and, like, I had so many great moments in that beta, and then I realized when I got the final game that the beta was... That was it. That was the whole fucking game. And I'm like, oh, come on. And the second one has been The Division, and it's not necessarily the quality of The Division that bothers me as much as the fact that I just don't have the time or the schedule to meet up with people to play like I did the first one. So I think yeah. that one's probably why that one's disappointing for me. You know what? I'll do one without that's not a sequel. Prey. I had bigger hopes for Prey. I tried to like Prey. I think it's a good game, but for some reason I just could not get into it like it's I wanted to. It's extremely repetitive. It's also... Long. It's not just long, but it's also like... I felt lost in that game a lot of times. That game would. That game is like two different design documents. Um, one is clearly like, "Hey, you should play this game multiple times," and 
build your character in different ways. If you look at the trophies in it, or the achievements, whatever, um, they suggest like, oh, do one, do a, do a playthrough without using any of the alien upgrades. Do one without using any of the human upgrades. Do one without upgrades at all. Uh, do one. I mean, th- th- there's a lot, and it's like if this game was six hours, eight hours, cool. That game is twenty hours minimum, basically, and it's a lot of it is just moving through the space station. There's only like three different types of enemies for the most part. Um, it's mostly fetch quests or go and turn on a thing. Yeah, just, and and I I had a character that was like that could do everything. There was very little that they couldn't do. Yeah, it was it was a weird game where like at the beginning I was really into it and then I just fell off of it. Well, it's because it stops being interesting. I mean, it stops doing those moments of oh my god, whoa, that's crazy. It's not a bad game. Like everything works in it very well. It's just. Needs to be shorter. If it's a short, if it was a shorter game, that locked off a bunch of content behind, and like restatting your character, I think that game would be a lot better. But because there's always multiple ways into the same room, you know, I can either strength my way in or hack my way in. Or, like, f- all right. I feel like that's the narrative of a lot of games this generation. Is like if they were a little bit shorter, they'd have been better games. Like Days Gone is another one like that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> if Days Gone would have been a solid fifteen to twenty hour game, it'd have been yeah, fucking you can cut excellent. Twenty hours off of that game. It's just it's such a weird thing. Like I remember as a kid, it was always like, "Oh man, I wish this was longer." And now when I'm old, I'm like, "God, I wish this was shorter." Yeah, but like games, games. Older games, like if we look at it now, like yeah, of course we wanted them longer, but like eight hours was longer. This is true, you know, like the original Mega Man games were like, like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, it, you, it's just longer because you die a lot. Yeah, the the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, which I might consider my favorite game of all time, can be completed in under ten hours. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know, Drew Ryan. You got any? Um, hyped but I don't think so. I, I feel like anymore, I do a decent job of trying to avoid stuff that I think would suck because I just don't play that much anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely games I get hyped for, and then they're not what I was hoping. But I still, I, I do a good job of tempering my expectations. Like a lot of people were disappointed in Crackdown. I knew what Crackdown was. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I feel yeah, the same I way. Like I loved Crackdown. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Game yeah. Pass, so you didn't have to pay 60 bucks for it. You know, that, exactly. Yeah, this, it was a perfect It was a perfect eight-hour romp for me, and I was done with it. Yeah, yep, I agree with that. Yeah. Drew's disappointment is that he had to stop playing Overwatch to play other games. Yeah, no, no. I, I think... Um, <laughs> I'm pretty good at tempering my expectations nowadays. Uh, if I had to call a game a little bit of a disappointment, I'd say probably Fallout 4. Um, coming off of like New Vegas and Fallout 3 to some extent. Fallout. 4 I guess I can get. I guess I could get on board with that one. Yeah, Fallout 4 definitely was scaled back in some senses, especially when it comes to the RPG parts of Fallout 4. 
uh, I still enjoyed the game, uh, and, and I, I completed it and everything like that, but um, there was definitely just some, like, I miss Obsidian. Like, even, even when Obsidian makes some jank, they know how to make RPG. You know, that's first and foremost, they try to make an RPG with multiple choices and stuff like that, and that's what made New Vegas so great. Um also, what made New Vegas so bad was Obsidian developed it, which means they're not very good at making not buggy stuff. So, I don't know. Like, I, I, I am very excited for The Outer Worlds, which is Obsidian's next game. And hopefully they have learned not to make buggy messes, because I really enjoy their stories and their their RPG mechanics. So... I'd be very interested yes. to see, with all the money they've got now, what their next game will be like. You talking about like Outer Worlds or after Outer Worlds? After Outer Worlds, because they got bought by Microsoft, so they've basically got like infinite money. Like, yeah. what can a team with so much potential, but maybe a few shortcomings, do with more money? They got an infinite money cheat. Yeah, right? You just turn on, give me all the monies. I, God, I, I, there's a lot of developers they picked up. I'm excited. I'm super excited to see what Double Fine does with a big bankroll. Yeah, same here. Like, holy shit! When you got Microsoft money and Tim Schafer at the helm, yeah, that could be fucking one of the best games of next generation. <laughs> it could be the choice of the next generation. That's true. I mean, or it could be Crystal Pepsi. You gotta be careful. Oof. You know. I have a question, Drew. Uh, would you were you more disappointed with Fallout Four, or were you more disappointed when you found out what the DLC was? What the DLC for Fallout Four was? Yeah, never even looked at it. It's there's only so unlike Fallout Three and New Vegas, which were all like I wouldn't even necessarily say story, but they were definitely more quests. Uh, when you bought the season pass. Two of them, two of like the five or f- four or five were new areas. And I've heard one of them is great and the other one's not great. <laughs> um, and then the other two or three were all just building stuff. Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I heard that Nuka World was kind of cool, but that was about it. Uh, Nuka World's great if you don't finish the game, uh, first because like it came so late that if you want, like, you can join Raiders as a faction, but it's not flushed out because it came later than the game, so it, like, you build up a bunch of settlements and then you raid them? It doesn't make any sense. Ah. Uh. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's, uh... Yeah. That was a good question. Yeah, I, I would say Fallout 76, but I wasn't excited for that game anyway. I don't think anybody was. I was when I first heard about it, and then it was like, what is it? That, like, what are you going to do in it? And they're like, it's going to be huge. And I'm like, what do you do in it? It's going to be great. You see that mountain over gigantic. there? You can go there. Yeah, like, okay. They're like, no NPCs. And I, wow, I'm out. <laughs> hey, they put them in now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Coming in October. Oh, it's not even out yet. Okay. I don't think the NPCs are out yet. I could be wrong. I haven't mopped I, I think up. I think you're right, Drew. I, I booted the I, game I, up recently to try to give it another chance, and then a, in, like the the quest marker didn't show up, and I couldn't progress, so I turned it back off. 
<laughs> it's good to know it's it's functioning as intended. <laughs> the, the, the last thing I remember from Fallout 76, the biggest takeaway I got while putting hours into that game was the fact that one of the very first things you do, you have to go to a computer terminal and you have to sign up for something, right? Yeah. Real easy. A Bethesda well, account. <laughs> God damn it. What is it? I, had to, I knew other people were thinking I had to he dive in. He made the Bethesda net account login joke. Yeah, no. Um, so, I go to where the quest marker is, and there's the computer. I do notice that there's other players standing there. There's a guy on the computer. I can't use the computer because there's a guy on the computer. I mean, so that's I realistic. Have a, on the computer, I have a guy waiting in line to use the computer, and now I'm in line behind him. Why do I have to wait in line to use something in a video game? Hey, you remember that happened with The Division. It's true. When, uh, On top of that, the great thing about The Division is that it wasn't developed by Bethesda. Because when I went to go use the computer, you know how when you go to use a computer in Fallout, you, the screen kind of zooms in on the computer screen? Yeah. yeah. All right. I was I zoomed in on the computer screen. The computer screen remained blank. I couldn't exit the computer screen. I was stuck there. I hit every button. I did everything I could to get away. Eventually, a guy I got a PlayStation message from a guy saying, "Would you please get off the computer?" <laughs> the guy was used a computer. <laughs> hey, hey guy, get off the computer. Hey guy. You're not the only one needs to use a computer. Everybody need to use a computer. Get your ass off. <laughs> kind of yep. guy you think you are? You just hog the computer the whole time? You think you own this computer? I don't think so. Pretty sure so. Mr. Fallout owns this computer. <laughs> Get out of the way. So I had to then log out of Fallout 76. You missed the Fallout? No, I didn't think you were. Nope. Oh shit! I don't know why the guys from New York. Oh, I mean, it it works. It, it totally works. Mister Fallout. I thought Mister Fallout owned this computer, not you. <laughs> oh, big shot, Mister Fallout. Gotta hog the computer, computer hogger over here. Uh, Mister Pipman, I see how you doing. <laughs> oh, you're a frustrated fury, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm frustrated by the fact you won't get off the computer. And I'm about to be furious about <laughs> I'll it. I'll unleash my fury on yes. <laughs> Carl over here. <laughs> yeah, make fun of my accent. That's real cool. Listen to your accent. Look like a shit outside. <laughs> In that voice, please say, I want to be called Spaghetti. Yeah, make sure you call me Spaghetti, too. <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. I want my name to be Spaghetti. Fine, it's Spaghetti. Tonight. You. You. I'm just a small little dog. Oh, boy. What a day. I'm gonna, I was going to say something bad, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, see, now you got to say it. I know. It's the, the line after that. There's like a... Where's Ham Banana? He's like, oh, I don't know where he is. He's a good boy, though. Yeah, he's not a boy anymore. 
he's a man. Because <laughs> he raped me. Because <laughs> he just raped me. I, I did that. I, I, I changed that a bit. Oh, um, when The weekend you were gone because you just got married. He's not a boy anymore. He's a man. He <laughs> just got married. He just got married. <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to be in trouble now, Drew. They're coming for you. (laughs) The internet, the the truck sound, it's coming for you. (laughs) The the internet's (laughs) That's the sound of the... From now on, when somebody complains on Twitter, that's the sound I'm going to hear. (laughs) (laughs) The internet's coming for you. (laughs) The internet's coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Oh, I'm so tired of this world. Sounds like the uh, the costumes guy too. The costumes, these goddamn costumes! Look out, costumes! <laughs> I miss That's what he said. You know what? Marvel Ultimate Alliance makes me miss that game even more. Like Marvel Heroes was such a good game. It was. It was pretty good. <sighs> I had to go and ruin it. Way to go! Now we got Team Ninja making Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I saw an article that was like, at least the women in it are sexy. <laughs> at least the women in it are what? Are sexy, not like the, the what do they call it, the um, the pandering to the SJW ladies in games now. Give me a break. Like they, were, they had a model of the character, like, look at her luscious thighs. I'm like... <laughs> uh, where was this article? I saw it on Twitter. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I, I lost my mind. I'm like, y'all, y'all are horny for cartoons, and it's killing me. Like, you could have stopped oh. after horny. <laughs> <laughs> Just as accurate. I had to explain to my wife the other night what a waifu was, and I was uncomfortable with the whole conversation. Oh, oh God. Okay, let me explain. First of all, there's a lot of lonely people on the Internet. <laughs> You could have stopped right there. I just... Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to move on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> what, what's a waifu? You know that large pillow I have? <laughs> <laughs> they actually sent me one of those once for oh, a game. Jesus. And you know who has it now? Uh, Jason Gambrell. Yeah, along with oh. the mouse pad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like a one guess kind of thing. Yeah, is that the the record for Agarus Wars? Yep, that's the one. Yep, I gave yep. him the mouse. pillow and the mouse pad. The, the mouse pad, yep. Yeah, I wonder if he still got it. I think I'm pretty sure my old roommate still has his. I don't think he uses it anymore because he said this is stupid. You know, that's the only uh, thing I remember. Sure, about that's what he tells you. Yeah, I, you know, that's the only thing I remember about that game. I don't even remember what that game was about. It was about an agorist war. I mean, what'd they do, though? What happened? Ward. What happened to the war? They fought in a (laughs) war. (laughs) Valiantly. They probably needed more clothes. At least, that's what I'm guessing. It was a war about clothes, I think, is actually what it was. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense now. It explains why they didn't have very many. Yeah. Sure, of course. (laughs) Developers weren't horny or anything. (laughs) <laughs> I think I 
think we're done here. I think that's episode five sixty whatever. <laughs> I, was... I think we're done here. He says. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done here. I don't even think you should. Put, I think you should just cut it there and <laughs> just say. Well, I think we're done here, and it just ends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But then I didn't do the call-outs. I didn't tell them you could follow us on Twitter oh, to get yeah. our, our exceptional comedy on, on the internet. Don't worry, we'll make more Bethesda jokes. I've got all the me. I've got all the memes. That's that's what the kids call them. The memes. Oh. <laughs> oh no! You know, oh no! Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> I found the white. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I saw that I saw that yeah. gif the other day, and I I can't see that gif without hearing that. I failed you, shy. I failed the wide family. You want to follow us on Twitter? You can follow us at the info. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was perfect. Uh, you can follow, that was the most perfect thing. Oh, you can follow Anthony at NTRSKT. You can follow me at ZTGD. You can follow Ryan at WombatRP and Dread DML Fury. How many more episodes of Bound by Flame you got on that Phoenix Down there, Drew? Yeah, one more. One more episode, and then it will be done. Yep. Follow us online. Send us an email to podcast at ZTGD.com. We out, bitches. Peace. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.